Oh, Adam. Joshua Townsend, Zellner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the way, when do you use the Zellner and when not the Zellner? Oh, when it's more um, official or whatever. Because that, that is when, the legal last name. When so. there are Jews in the audience? Oh, no. <laughs> then I'd be using it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's more of a spontaneous thing. If I, if I don't want to be questioned, you know, yeah. if I just want like ease of entry, yeah. you know. But I, what I wanted to ask you though was real quick: is do you think it'd be okay to do like uh, like an announcement of the of the upcoming class I'm doing at uh, at the Braid in Santa Monica on Monday nights? <laughs> it sounds like a question statement. No, it's it's a real authentic question because it's starting on um, Monday, uh, September seventeenth at seven o'clock, and I just I just wanted to run it by you before you know we did it for the show. Is this a lead into an episode on consent? <laughs> Could you, could, could you just initial here sign here but i just wanted to hold your hand yeah 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 everybody says so wait thing. the industrial area in santa monica mm-hmm. so right around like stewart exactly. colorado yeah you know where Lionsgate is i do the, the water yeah it's yeah. just up they the don't let me in there, there but I've dri- i drive by and wave it's probably better not <laughs> yeah. to go in there yeah near the wa- uh, uh the water park yeah mm-hmm. that area yeah nice so place. monday nights mm-hmm. seven to ten mm-hmm. and what are we what are we going to be uh teaching i'm going to be teaching all about you know, basically the creative process, what, what, exactly what we go over right here. The creative process and storytelling for writers, actors, directors, anyone interested in deepening their process. See, si. oh, people. Oh, and, and I'll be, I'll be, I'll be teaching in in English. Yeah, I didn't want anyone to think. Si. Oh wow, see. Si. Yeah. I guess the uh, spoilers that people have already started signing up. So. Yeah. Get it while it's good. And to get it, you just go to notesonyournotes.com, click on today's episode, and there's a link there to register for the class and to get more information. Or even better, go to our Facebook page, Notes on Your Notes. Just search for that on Facebook if you haven't liked us already. Uh, And there's an event there with links and more descriptions all about it. And you can also get all of Josh's great posts about the creative process and storytelling there. Now arriving downtown Santa Monica Station. Hey, Adam, it's time for Notes on Your Notes. I'm Adam Lesser. And I'm... Did you like that pause? I'm Donnie Hidalgo. I'm Sapian Guy, and I'm Joshua Townsend Zellner. Uh, welcome to Notes on Your Notes, a podcast about the creative process and storytelling. We are here in Santa Monica where we record every week. Every week. You know what's really um, interesting? Tell me. Well, here in the beautiful city of angels yeah. it's been getting pretty hot and just today i noticed there's just a little bit of hint that fall is coming you autumn. saw a hint today autumn yeah well actually it was actually late last night where there's just a little bit of of coolness in the air that that told me that summer was about to close and we were about to transition into a new um into a new season good thing i've just bought an air conditioner yeah, timing. Yeah, timing. Yeah, no, I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, you really bought one. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I bought one. I just, I thought I was stronger than I was. 
there's something happens at around 80 degrees when I'm trying to write mm-hmm. or do anything. Mm-hmm. Or do anything. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it didn't... It, yeah, yeah. It's not good. Sometimes it's better just to move on. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, go ahead. Cave. Be like everybody else. No, no, no. It's about honoring yourself and where you are. Contribute to greenhouse gases to the world. Well, everyone has to do their part in their own way. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's different ways of thinking about and looking at things in life, you know? Uh, tell me more. Well, you know, what we're talking about now is really like uh, like sort of like a ways of, of viewing something which gives you different layers and different pers- and those layers give you different perspectives. It changes everything, really. Like, you know, it's really interesting was um, my mom passed away about, wow, about 12 years ago. Uh-huh. She passed away 12 years ago. And uh, I was talking to one of my sisters and... Uh, and my mom did this thing where, okay, my mom did this thing. This is, a, this, this is, you know, what do you call it, part of what we're talking about. My mom did this thing where there was some sort of little mayhem in the kitchen and there was water happened. And anyway, so she had to get an insurance thing. And so the insurance company, you know, wrote her a check and voila, right? Okay. And so... To, to, to repair the damage. Yes, thank you, for in order to repair the damage from okay. this water situation, water damage. To the kitchen, and so then she took that check and uh, went up on a vacation. Upper nose, <laughs> she, right up her nose. <laughs> she went on a vacation. Uh huh. Adam, what are you talking about? <laughs> up her nose. This, it's my mother that it's you're, talking, mother about. you're talking about. My mother you're talking about, son. Yeah. Where'd she go on vacation? She went on a on. It was Bolivia, <laughs> Colombia. <laughs> How did you know? Um, she went to. Uh, she basically went all up and down, you know, the coast, uh, so, you know, of, of California. Oh, a little PCH romp. Mm-hmm. And in, you know, went to visit family and friends, and just had a delightful time. And then. Um, you know, I don't know, six months, a year later, we were like, what? When we found out. Like, how are you going to fix the kitchen, mom? Yeah, yeah it's like. Irresponsible mom. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And so, but she chose to do that. And we had the irresponsible mom moment. Yeah, absolutely. And then, um, you know, a couple of years later, she passed away. And um, and since then, it's just been interesting because um, I now reflect on that moment differently than I did in my first time I heard it. How did you hear it the first time? Well, the first time I heard it, I was what you just said, irresponsible mom. How could you? Oh my God! You know, da, 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 da. You were, you've always been like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. weren't. You always did the wrong thing yeah, and yeah. never right. understood the value of the dollar. Right, right. Always in nevers. Right, yeah. yeah. And then you know, today I, I look back at it and I go, good for her. Yeah. You know. Carpe diem. She had her trip. She had her trip. She enjoyed it. A beautiful trip, actually. She got to. Uh, she, I mean, if she hadn't done that, she probably wouldn't have met, uh, re-met her sister she, since she hadn't seen her in over twenty years. I wow. mean, it was just. It was. It was. It was a lot of things. A lot of layers, you know, came through on that trip for her. And I'm so glad ultimately that she did it. In retrospect, but in the so moment, I didn't see it. Do that you way. think she trashed the kitchen intentionally? There you go. Do you go. think it was a job? Inside yeah, job. <laughs> it was an inside job just to get the check. Yeah. So, um, she's smarter than I mean, she, she might have been smarter than you all along, Joshua. Right, might have been. I mean, I mean, if you look at the life someone lives, and then you kind of go, whatever it took to get it, then you can look back and go, wow, you know, they worked the system. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so it's about it's about layers and and it's the same thing with scripts and with you know projects that we work on we want to with stories we want to think in terms of layers and not just making it um 
like like a single layer chocolate cake, but more like a seven layer cake or a tiramisu, where there's distinctive layers and different textures and different ways of of, of, of different taste profiles uh, that can be um, relished. So, in your example with your mother, it seems like there are layers of understanding of the mm-hmm. situation. So, your mother had one understanding, which is that she felt called to go on this trip. Mm-hmm. And then you had a level of understanding, like there should be a level of responsibility. And then later you came to a new layer of understanding and perspective about what had happened. And who knows, in five years more, when you find out that it was an inside job, right. like, then you have another layer. Of yeah, un- absolutely. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be like, so that's why the barn burned down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've always wondered about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah. then, yeah, and then I'll and take then that 10 secret. years after that, when you find out she didn't go visit her long lost sister, but oh, she went right. to go visit her Coke dealer. Yeah. Right. Make that last, that last Final little drug run. Inhale. <laughs> Morning. Okay. So, when you pitch this st- idea for an episode, here's mm-hmm. where I came at it from. Yes. Like, buddy cop movie, right? Mm-hmm. There are a lot of flat buddy cop movies, right? Like mm-hmm. Protagonist, antagonist. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone's done, there's some evil guy who's done someone, something, and then these two cops are out to get him. And they're usually pretty flat, a lot of these movies. And then a movie like Lethal Weapon comes wrong. Mm-hmm. Exact same story, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Except you had two characters... Murdoch and Riggs, and they had a lot of layers. Riggs had this uh, traumatized past almost, and he was crazy, and part of them, him actually wanted to die, which is why he sought out these violent situations. Murdoch was a Vietnam vet on the eve of his retirement with a beautiful family that he wanted, that, you know, that he loved more than anything, and that he was planning to spend his time with that ultimately will get threatened in, in the film. And I think part of it was just Shane Black's ability to write scenes and the language he used, mm-hmm. you know, at that point. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I do think there was a layering of those characters, whether mm-hmm. he, the writer brought it or whether Mel Gibson and Danny Glover brought it. But I think sometimes we see this in in genre and all stories in that, like, you know, you take the, like, there'll be sci-fi stories that it, we've just seen it all before and it's like the same setup and strangers in a new str- new place and aliens and then one will come along and there'll be so many layers to each of those characters and this, these physical settings have a history. And is this kind of what you're getting at? Yeah, so what is that? You're absolutely right. And so, you know, we could use the word stock characters. Another word would be archetypes. And the only problem with that is it's a great place to start, but in my opinion, you can't end there. Otherwise, you get what you called flat performances or predictable or one note. You know what I was thinking about when you thought the other movie that came mm. to mind that I, that I know you loved and mm. I was less excited about, although I respected enormously um, visually, was uh, the Guillermo del Toro movie. Mm-hmm. What was it called again? The one with the monster? Uh, uh, the Shape of Water. The Shape of Water, excuse me. Because I feel like you felt like that movie was so layered. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. By the way, visually a masterpiece. It just yeah. for some reason didn't resonate with me. Yeah, I always feel weird saying things that are uh, not your, your, your emotional truth. Well, it's not, when I'm not a hundred percent about a movie that is critically acclaimed, I think it's great that you hold your emotional yeah, truth. Well, I mean, just, it, it creates yeah, more well, intimacy. I and I don't want to pretend that that wasn't a very difficult movie to make. Mm-hmm. Was that one that Shane Black did that I love so much? Kill, kill, or oh, uh, kiss, kiss, or kiss, kiss, kill, kill. Something. We, uh, uh, sorry, Shane, but it was a brilliant piece. Yeah, it was, was Val Kilmer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I love that one. I like that one. He does such good work. There's a lot of meta stuff going on in that movie. 
Yeah. So pick, give me a scene. Give me a scene that's unlayered and give me a scene that's layered. Really basic. Let's talk about one of the most mm, well-trod scenes, which is a scene between a prison guard and a prisoner. Okay. So we have a dynamic that's set up to be a certain way, which is the guard has all the power and the prisoner has zero power. Right. And it's set up that way. It's, part, it's their professional relationship. And so you have a scene at the beginning, it's one way, and most likely at the end, it's going to be pretty darn close to how you started because they're in that professional relationship. So if you wanted to um, work for layers for that one, you'd want to have the gone before, what just happened before the scene, and then layer in also what's going to happen in this in this scene or the moments after the scene's over. So at least you have uh, a past and a future. Right. And the further you go out with the past and the futures, the more richer and the more layers there are to possibly draw upon. Then, on top of that, you can add in uh, a secret. Didn't come up with that one until just now, but a secret is always good. So if, if, the, if the guard has a secret, that puts in another dynamic. Let's say the guard's secret is that he is or she is romantically drawn to the prisoner. And let's say the prisoner has a secret, and let's say he or she has a lethal weapon in their waistband. You know, it's so funny. I never, I never say waistband unless I'm talking about police. Anyway, just thought I'd mention that. Yeah, waistband. So those are some ways to actually start the process of putting in layers. Oh, and the other element is uh, power switches. Is that how many times can the power switch, meaning go back or forth, uh, within the scene? Otherwise, it's going to be very one note. Yeah, I mean, the reason I thought the prisoner and guard example that you brought up is interesting is because it's a scene in which power is so Mm one-sided at the open. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not, that's on the extreme of most character relationships Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in terms of power dynamics. And I feel like if you don't have something there, a before and after, if if those characters don't have histories that can be exploited between one another, Mm -hmm. you're going to have a hard time shifting power dynamics. Yep, yep. Right, like... Mm -hmm. They have to have. They have to be multidimensional. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's just like I'm trying to get out. No, I'm not letting you out. I'm trying to get out. I'm not letting it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to watch that. I actually, uh, this has been a script. I knew someone who was working on, because it's so filmable at a lower budget. Uh-huh. Uh, I knew someone who was. The whole script was just a conversation between a prisoner and a guard trying to get out in a war. Okay. And to make that work for 90 minutes, you have to have like a lot of, a lot of layers. You have to have a lot of layers, a lot of switching up. A lot of history. A lot of history, a lot of hopes and dreams, a lot of fears and secrets. And then there has to be like some sort of bonding because when you have a professional relationship like that, you have to start getting personal real quick. Otherwise, there's nowhere to go. Yeah. It's like there's a professional relationship between someone who's like a banker and someone who's looking for a loan you know can i can i borrow some money no it's like where do you go from there yeah 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 i mean it's got to go personal it's something to think about for people who want to make low budget indie movies Mm -hmm. this issue because like there's a screenwriter and she's a playwright named christy hall um, and she wrote a screenplay in, I think, 2015, 2000. Oh, wait. Well, no, it came out in like 2017. Anyways, it's called Daddy-O. And it was about a uh, taxi driver and their passenger. Oh, uh-huh. That's the whole movie. And uh, I believe it's going into production or is in production. And 
you know, to make that work, to make that interesting that, you know, you're going to watch a 90 minute cab ride, like to make that interesting, you know, you've got to have so much history and so much, uh, ability to figure out what these two characters want from each other and have it exist in a lot of like, Try not to use that word layers because I feel like it becomes meaningless after a while. Well, it's development. It, th- that would definitely be a development, right? It would be a development of their relationship. Yeah. Because obviously there's no relationship until they get in the cab. Yeah. And so through that confinement of a metal box, yeah, uh, a relationship is... And that's also based on need. Yeah. She needs something from him. And you know who does this, I think, well? Mm-hmm. is playwrights. Because because mm-hmm. they don't have the always the intense visual shot cr- the crutch of having beautiful shots to move plot, yeah. Like they're stuck on a stage a lot. They have to really work that stuff out and really mm-hmm. know from setting to character to history to relationship what all the layers are in a given scene to make it to make it good. It's interesting. I heard um, an interview with um, Bo Willeman who created House of Cards. And I know he talked about he sometimes would often try to hire playwrights for the reason that he felt like they uh, could be very creative in scene writing. It's, they're more relationship driven because there's no exploding trucks and there's no you know action sequences or montages. And if you look at a film like um, My Dinner with Andre, which was a big film in the 70s meaning to see that yeah it was um two hour dinner it's a two hour dinner with these two guys talking about art and culture and politics and everything else and it was super compelling and it was developed in the theater for i think like six months to a year like on the west end in in london and i think it ran in new york as well and then they finally made it into a film yeah yeah so it is possible, but but it's only through de- development and just catching as many possible layers. And those layers have to be interconnected. It can't be just like um, random in terms of... Yeah, I've talk- we've talked about yeah. this. Like sometimes I f- can sense when it's just... Like they just threw in a detail. Yeah. Like, oh, he's got a scar on his left arm from a fight he got into in like, you know, a prison one day. Nam. Yeah, in Nam. <laughs> and you're just like... How does this at all relate it's to, like, right. the relationship he's having with, right. you know, mm-hmm. the the other dock worker he's in a scene with, mm-hmm. you know, just because they're both guys? Like, you know, it, you can sometimes, it can feel, like, unrelated mm-hmm. to what's going on. Yeah, it, it dismembered, you know. And, yeah. and, and it's interesting to use the word dismembered here because... Yeah. Part of it is to remember. To remember is to really is to literally to reassemble yourself, to remember, to put yourself back together. And within that remembering is a, is a theme, a theme that uh, that we are working with in terms of the actual story. Yeah. Um, and all those things ultimately need to uh, uh, weave back into the central theme. Ultimately, if it's possible. So that scar that he got from Nam. You know, there needs to be something about that that feeds the the center or the spine of the story. Right. And like you usually can see it practically in that like if it shouldn't just show up in the first act, it should show up in the second act, some another character. It should shift the relationship with the character Mm -hmm. in the middle of the story. Mm -hmm. um, Someone should notice it. 
draw a conclusion falsely or truly mm-hmm. motivate some behavior and then shows up again in the third act we find out what it really means you know like and and what it really means is relevant to all of that character's relationships in the film you know like those sorts of it's layered like, symbols for, yeah. what, for lack of a better word yeah it is um need to be organic to mm-hmm. the character's journey it's like oh grandmother grandmother what a beautiful uh tattoo you have on your wrist You know what I love right now? I love the sound of tumbleweeds. <laughs> tumbleweeds. Because it's so clear in my mind's eye, and yet I didn't give enough was information. Was this a Holocaust reference? That was a Holocaust yeah, reference. Yeah, I got it. Okay, well, I don't know. I, I, got, a blank, I got a blank look on your face, and, and I'm like, so it wasn't tumbleweeds. Yeah, but, but, yeah, it, but that, that's an example, right? That, that's, that's It's an example, but I would say it would also need to... I, what I don't like is when people are like, oh, let's make her a Holocaust victim, like, just to make her more interest. Don't no. do it just to make a character more interesting. No, it has to, that's what I just said. It has to go back into the central theme, right? It has to go into the spine of that which the, the story is about. Otherwise, it's just random. Right. Like, it would be really good if this was a story about a Jewish woman trying to pass in the 1950s in white society. Yes. In, in a waspy country club. Right. Except she's got a tattoo on her arm. And she always wears long sleeves. Right. And so then like, everyone yeah. wants her to go swimming. And she's like, mm, nah, no, I'm not going to sit here. I'm right. good. I'm good. So now the detail, the layer is relevant yes. to her life. The shame, the regret, yeah. the anger, the resentment. Yeah. And, and, and she can't leave her past behind just because of a six-digit number. Is that right? I think it was. they were longer than that. Really? Well, if you do run the numbers, whether well, 11 million people were killed. Well, run so you, the numbers, okay. So you got to, I mean, you're mm-hmm. up to eight figures, right? This is a terrible conversation. <laughs> but they, 11 million people died in the Holocaust, right? I, I'm, I'm not up to date on I the numbers. I could be wrong. Six yeah. million Jews and I thought five million other people. And so well, that's 11. if you're going to brand everyone, 11, you need 11. eight figures, 11 million. But, but, but no, that would be seven figures. Wouldn't it? it did people say I'm making six figures. That's a million, right? No. What is that? Six figures would be five hundred thousand. Seven figures would oh, be five million. Right, right. Eight figures would be fifty million. I see. I see. Wow. Stay just... tuned for our math podcast. <laughs> it's coming out. This is <laughs> about day. the creative process. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Hosted by Josh. Wow. I'm. So, I feel. I feel woke now. <laughs> I feel woke. I'm gonna have to fact check that eleven million number. Yeah. Now we, we can letters. put it on the show notes. Yeah. Check the show notes, or maybe we'll just edit this out. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> but yeah, wow, you're right. Six figures is not what it used to be. So layer cakes, just like your so, bur- burritos so, need layers, cakes need layers, salads stuff. need layers. <laughs> it, it, you know, it's all about, you know, and process is to well, it doesn't have to mean layers, but process does in some ways sort of denote layers because mm. there's a process, and through that, we won't use the word stages or phases we'll just keep with layers yeah 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 i'm adam lesser and this has been notes on your notes thank you so much for listening just a reminder that if you want to stay updated on all of our uh, episodes as well as uh, notes about classes that might be coming out or any events we might be having uh, go like our facebook page just click notes on your notes facebook you can enter it into google you'll find us and josh posts so much great extra content there for you guys to think about to help you with your writing projects Uh, It's a great resource. We're also on Instagram at Notes on Your Notes. The music on the show is courtesy of Pam McLeod, and the sound design is courtesy of me. We'll talk to you next week.